I think at this point, everybody knows what BJJ Fernandez is. Gary, do you know what BJJ Fanatics is? Yeah, I think if you're involved in this world at all, you know what BJJ <laughs> Fanatics is. Just checking if you haven't been on the rock. I mean, if it's not if it's your second, third time on the mats, you probably don't know. But after that, I'm sure yeah. stuff is filtering into you. But listen, yeah. I so in November, I had privilege to work with those guys. Uh, the Gravity is Your Friend is out there available. But recently, I f- uh, flew back to Boston to shoot two more two more so those will be That's coming exciting. out very soon if 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 you're searching for my name on bjj fanatics there's only one then a couple more are coming down the pike keep your ears and eyes open um as the things unfold yeah bjjfanatics.com check them out um awesome awesome videos hey i'm wondering do you have a place where we could go to ask all those questions that always come up in jujitsu you are lucky you are very, very lucky. Ask a Black Belt on all podcast platforms plus our YouTube channel. Um, what what I do is essentially I collect questions that you might have and the questions that I've had for all this time being on the mat and record them in, as a short individual episodes about three, four minutes long and just put them out there several times a week. So make sure you go, you follow, and tune in. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Um, Subscribe, download, all that stuff, uh, and get those answers to the questions you've always wanted to ask. Welcome to Raw Radio. Live. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go again. The takeaway. Another takeaway. Take All right. Fabio. Fabio Clemente. Been around for forever. Um, and if you don't know anything about him, you should. Uh, he's one of those people that, uh, I mean, he's a pioneer in the United States in, in jiu-jitsu. And people don't, I don't think, I didn't really know anything about him. I had no idea that uh, his role was so significant. Um Throughout all these years. You know, I think he's one of those guys who um, appreciates quiet and being in behind the scenes. He, yeah, I got that vibe a little you bit. Know, yeah. Where, um, you know, he doesn't have to be in a spotlight. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to for his academy to be famous. He doesn't care about having 500 students and four floors in, you know, Manhattan, New York. Um, And I could be wrong on this, but this is just my perception, you know. But just to paint a picture uh, for who Fabio is, he got his black belt in 96. Mm -hmm. 96. He he got his black belt in 96, and he already had his first academy. Right. Which is great. He started it as a brown belt. 83? No, uh, he started in. He, he started, started teaching in, in ninety four. He started in eighty three, yeah. and then in ninety four he started teaching. In ninety five, he got his academy opened in yep. New York. Yep, one of the very, very first ones opened on the same day as a very other, uh, as a, a different, very famous academy. Yeah, um, Marcelo's. We can say it. No, it wasn't Marcelo's. It was Henzo's. <laughs> but he does have a very good, uh, great connection with Marcelo. Um, and, uh, but check out his history. I mean, it's great. And you know, the reason we're, we're kind of, we usually don't wrap things up like this for people, this much description about the guests, but I think the reason we are is because we asked him, you know, um, what his, uh, greatest achievement throughout his, you know, great history in the sport 
what that was. And he said, basically survival, just being, you know, he's survived all these years from renting a, a space in a fitness gym, uh, with some rollout mats mm-hmm. to opening, uh, one of the very first academies to being around 27 years later, still, you know, how many academies by famous world, famous people have come and gone in the past 27 years. Um, well, I think the number would be smaller if we really looked at how many sticked around. Well, that's what I mean. Come and gone. You know, how many, are, I'm saying, saying it'd be, yeah, it just be easier how to easy, find how, how many, many are how many still here. I'm yeah. still here. I count the from, ones that have gone from, yeah. from, you know, from 96, you know, 20, where does this put it at 26, 27 years, you know? So it, it yeah, I mean, freaking so what does it take to, to survive all those years? What I don't do you, know. you tell me? What does it take to know. survive being with me? <laughs> let's patience. Talk, let's talk about that. Patience. Ignorance. You need patience. Um, I think, you know, obviously you have to look, we, we just got done with a, a, another guest where we discussed a little bit about, you know, the, the difference between a business and a club and I think one of the big issues is you have to look at it as a business. Um, clubs probably don't last very long, you know. Um, I think that the memberships are and clubs are going to be a lot smaller. A business, uh, you're catering to a wider group of people. You have a different um, what's the word I'm looking for? You your goals are different when you have a business. Uh, I think than than just running a club, and uh, I actually think the club has a higher chances of survival. You think so? Guys, think just so. hanging out, yeah. working out together, yeah, because there's no obliga- having fun. There, there's no obligation. No. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I mean. There's no obligation. So, right. so there, you know, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to. I have no. I don't even need to be there to open the doors because somebody else has a key and they can all hang but out. From and, survival perspective, that club can exist for. Decades. Yeah, I just don't think they do, though. Well, I don't know. I haven't been around as long as you, so maybe I'm I'm mistaken. But I don't have the statistics on any. Well, sure, but it. it, Yeah, you know. Listen, if you look at this from a a business perspective, entrepreneur perspective, you know, you have to have a survival mindset to continue operating. You you have to continuously adjust. You have to continuously, you have to be agile. You have sure. to continuously, you have to be flexible. You have yeah. to continuously change the path towards the same goal that you've had. You're making turns. You're often very, very creative on a spot, solving problems that you've never seen coming or have never heard of. You don't even know how to touch it. You, well, you, look at the last couple of years, right? There's a prime example, um, you yeah. know, with COVID. Um you know, early on yeah. in these podcasts, we would always talk about the people that just turned the lights off and went home. And then you have the other people who said, all right, what are we going to do for our members? What, how can we keep our members interested in jujitsu? And for multiple reasons, right? You've got a business, you need money coming in, but also you want to keep giving people jujitsu. You mm-hmm. want to keep them interested in jujitsu. And you had to decide how you were going to do that. And a lot of people didn't have that survival mode and it was easier just to say, to blame other people and shut it all down. Um, you know, so all the, if you look at all the years of like, he's been doing it fads, right? The UFC pops. And I'm sure there was a huge interest then, 
But then there was also a big backlash in UFC, you know, when it, when it changed the rules that first time um, where people lost interest and people don't want to be sweaty and with other people and all the grossness that goes along with jujitsu. So how do you keep people coming through the door, you know, and, and I'm not saying like joining and staying, I'm talking about just getting traffic through the door. Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? And you know, you have, so again, talking about changing, you're starting in the middle nineties, he's putting flyers on lampposts, yeah. right? Yeah. He's taking ads out in magazines. Google doesn't exist for those yeah. of you guys who are out there thinking They're, about this. What do websites look like back then? Just a couple they don't. don't. Right. But shortly after that, then it's just pictures and right. some text. There's no videos. And then, you know, so if you don't keep, moving forward with all that stuff, your chances of survival are pretty slim, you know, mm -hmm. unless you're a huge name where you can, and you're not, you don't expect, you don't expect to expand I, or I, you just want to keep stop it simple. Right, I'll stop you right now. The huge name means nothing in my opinion. And, and you know, you guys listening to this, you can feel free to disagree with it. A good example of it is, is Sears. Look how well, big Sears was. No, don't yeah. don't say wow, but or, no, I said yeah. I, I mean, will. look yeah. how huge. I mean, is the, is the biggest company there was in nineties, right? Nineties, two thousands, right? And now it, you know, it bankrupt so many times. Kmart yeah. went completely under, right? I mean, this is you know, and I know it has nothing to do with jujitsu, but we're talking about survival, right? Look at look at Blockbuster. Look yeah, at look at Blockbuster. They had, they had their opportunity right. to go the way of Netflix, and they chose not I, to. I don't know the numbers, but I do. I did read several times on this that uh, Blockbuster actually had an opportunity to buy Netflix. They had that chance that those conversations were taking place. They ignored it. They ignored the evolution, and then shortly after, literally, um, Netflix, you know, just chewed them up. They, yeah. they they would completely went out of business, right? So the continuous evolution of what is around us, because how fast the world is evolving today especially from a technology perspective, it is important. And same thing applies to jiu-jitsu. Same thing applies to running jiu-jitsu academies. You know, and, you know, I'll tell you from my personal life, running jiu-jitsu academy is grind. It is a grind. You got to love it. No. You got to love it. You got to love it. If you if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, Isn't no, that what I, they say? I, I, don't, I don't work at all. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. No, you come in, and, and for all those people who don't, you know, you don't just come in and turn the lights on and sit down on the mats and wait for your students to arrive, and then when they go home, turn off the lights and go back home. Yeah, when you they're know. here, you just point a finger, you tell them what to do. That's, uh -huh. that's what we do. We, <clears throat> yeah, all instructors they work just a couple hours a day. That's it. That's it. They don't. They don't plan curriculums. They don't pay the bills. They don't have insurance. They don't have employees. Uh, they don't. What else? I mean, you know, they don't. We they don't look at look at so look at jujitsu just in nineteen. You know, nineteen ninety six jujitsu to. 2022 jujitsu mm -hmm. how much jujitsu has changed mm -hmm. and if you don't change with it you're not going to survive right mm -hmm. i mean old old man jujitsu is still around that's because old men are still here doing it but if you kept <laughs> if you kept those techniques if if all you were doing was what's considered now old man jujitsu throughout the past 22 years uh chances are you're not going to survive right so you got to keep evolving you got to keep learning uh, as a, as a, as an owner in order to survive, um, you know, and, and then you pass it along because at some, some point you're probably going to want to phase out or take a step back. So you've got to groom the next group to come up and, 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 you know, um, through instructors programs and things like that, all that 
helps you in your longevity and in your survival. Um, and I think it, when people don't have that foresight, that's when it starts to collapse and, and the doors the are no answers. longer. I have all the answers, uh, but that's because I've been a keen observer of somebody who, who's doing it right, I think. And, you know, the place has been around, what, for seven years now, eight years, mm-hmm. right? Seven. Yeah. So, again, count how many have come and gone in that time. Um, and it's because you've constantly grew. It's like, how do we – I need to open a place – studied you figured out what you needed to do after that it was like okay how do we grow hey let's try and have a successful kids program you know then it's like let's what other programs can we bring in here all this stuff stop looking at me and laughing but (laughs) all these things (laughs) all these things are what contribute to a successful business rather than resting on you know the same 12 18 dudes coming in and beating the hell out of each other uh old school style and uh, you're not going to stick around that way. That's all. The the reason why I was laughing because <laughs> you mentioned some of those projects that, that I started and I do recall the faces when you made, when I told you about these projects, like our little, little champ program, uh, <laughs> like, yes. a, like the podcast. I'm okay. still going to make those faces. <laughs> There's certain things. Not everything is a gem gold. Um, no, but I'm, you know, I'm joking, but yeah, some some of these projects are like really, but then when you see them come to fruition and you understand, the, you know the goal or you know, and you start realizing why it's a good idea, you know, um, it contributes to the light staying on, paying the employees, all that stuff contributes to the business succeeding and moving forward and growing, um, rather than like I always say, turning the lights on and waiting for the. The, the handful of students to show up, you know, and then turning them off and going home. And, and, you know, when you leave here, your day is still consumed by jujitsu. It just is. You I don't, you don't turn it off very often. And that's what's going to continue this place growing. What are other people doing? What can I learn from that person? Um, you know, what can I take and make my own or how can I make it better? You know, all that stuff contributes and it doesn't have to be just a jujitsu academy all that stuff contributes to any business and their longevity. Since you are so smart and there's so much wisdom behind everything you say today, no sarcasm. There's no reason to. There's no sarcasm. No. no. So, so what, what's your train of thought when you find yourself in the, in the position where survival mode has to kick in? What's your train of thought when you find well, yourself depends, in a spot? Are you talking about like. Just be, uh, hypo- just be hypothetical in a general sense. What, what do you do? When you find yourself in a circumstances where you have to fix a problem and you have no idea how to fix it and it's out of your control. Uh, well, fortunately now at this day and age, you've got a lot of resources that you probably didn't have even 10 years ago, right? So you can start researching things, uh, asking questions, uh, put your ego aside, you know, receive information from other people. And, uh, and then you can start whittling away at whatever issue is causing you the issue, the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and you know, it's funny. Okay. Well, we talk a lot in jujitsu about surviving versus defending, mm-hmm. right? So what's surviving? You're flat on your back. You're still breathing. You haven't been tapped out yet. Well, what's defending, right? You have a plan and you're, and you're working towards that plan and you're making those necessary sta- steps. 
So if you want to survive, you know, I think you, then you have to make all these necessary steps to fix your current situation. And if it's because you're flat on your back and somebody's in top side, well, okay, I know what to do to get out, start making it happen, you know, and you gotta, you gotta make it happen for yourself. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help uh, or anything like that, but you gotta, you gotta make the movements. You've got to um, take the necessary steps for, for things to, to become more beneficial. Nobody's going to do it for you. No, absolutely not. Never. Nobody's ever going to do it for you. So, yeah, I, you know, I have a lot of people who come to me and ask, not that I know a lot, but it is just so it happens that they do ask, you know, what to do to start business, what to do to, oh, sure, to, yeah. make, to, to take the current situation to the next level. And, um, yeah, I think often it boils down to that willingness to take action, period. You know, I think often, often we find ourselves well, we we have a thought, mm-hmm. we have a dream, we had idea. You know, we might even do research. So that's willingness to explore, willingness to uh, educate ourselves. But then there's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's there, there's nothing because yeah, action scary, and then you know a list of excuses follow. Sure, or life, right? You, I, well, life but is, life is excuse too. Like, sure, I, I don't mean no. To, that's what I mean. Life I mean is is an excuse. This. It is. It's all I got. Well, you know, my day to day job was taken too much time. And that's and fine. There's zero judgment on any of this. Right. You know, I like. Listen, well, it's like a, do if you, you, if you want time. it or you don't. You yeah, know. just don't tell yourself that you don't have time. Mm-hmm. We all have time. Just what's more important. What's more important? Are you playing video games or are you doing the business? What's more important? Are you sleeping or are you, you know, doing research and developing a business plan? What's more important? Are you you sitting and watching a Netflix Netflix or you actually doing research how to fill out a paperwork for LLC? Like yeah. what's more important to you? You know, we all have the same amount of time in a day. We all do. It's twenty four hours. There's no secrets behind this, right? You can sleep nine hours or you can oh, designate man, two hours. I'm just saying. You can sleep nine hours or you can designate two, three hours every day not to sleep and do research and do some take some actions towards whatever you want to do, whether it's opening your business, starting a hobby, starting a new activity, um, you know, bettering yourself. You know, you want to lose weight. I mean, it, you know, it all starts with a simple motions, simple motions. You know, you don't have to sign up for the gym to lose weight. You don't. No, you can you, stop eating a, that second dinner. Right. You can stop eating Cheetos or you can do, you know, 100 push-ups. You know, like you you, you don't have to do a lot to start. You don't. We often try to solve world's problems on a day one. Well, I think, you know, yeah, that's when we fail. It's a, I think people, we talk about this a lot, goals and realistic goals. And uh, people, let's say opening a business, people see everything that it encompasses Mm -hmm. to open a business. Mm -hmm. Well, what did you just say a second ago? Filling out the paperwork for your LLC, Mm -hmm. right? That, so make that your goal. Yeah. And okay. You just chipped away at that monument, uh, that monumental task, right. Of opening the business. Uh, You've just climbed a little bit of that hill or whatever. Um, So yeah, I think you're right. Taking action, I think is, is actually taking those necessary steps physical steps is probably you know the most important yet for some reason the hardest thing to do one percent improvement one percent improvement 
There you go. I got to find that book. I don't know which book that was. I completely forgot. But there was a book statistically showing, essentially, if you make 9% improvement over a period of year, it will take you by far farther with more success than if you make 10% improvements you know, in, in, in a day uh-huh. and then, and then have hills and valleys, hills and yeah. valleys, hills and valleys. Yeah. You know, yeah. progressively, 1% improvement. One. One. Don't try to solve the world problems. All right. Cool. Let's leave it at that. I think that's a great spot. Later. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.